eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Can't get enough of the fan in the morning? Shown up. Because this is nothing like that. Working. Alan Jerry are here with stories they'd never get to cover on the morning show. Very sexy robot. Hey, look at that pig. Shenanigans. Naked yoga. My mother had a bad experience with these ghosts. Let's hump the fence. It's Alan Jerry's post-game podcast. Well, some call a radio show when they actually tape this thing and then people download it. We call it a podcast. That's what we do today. Al, what's up? Oh, hi, Jerry. Yes, this is a podcast. Coming off a very heated a Boomer and Geo show when Evan Roberts came in and just went all in, some said rudely, attacking one Boomer size. I was not uh, expecting that when I asked you to go get him or text him. I thought you would text him. I went down there and he was very calm. I said, hey, they want to talk to you on the show. You know, he's always reluctant to come in. I said, you know, I said Jerry had brought up on the air how he said Boomer was a phony Knicks fan. He's like, yeah, that he is. And then casually come in here and then... He exploded. I was uh, unprepared for that. What was, as was G when he put the blanket over his head. Can you recall some of the things he said right to Boomer's face? You're a liar. That threw you off. I thought that was the you big one. You were a liar. Yeah. yeah. That was it. He repeated that a couple of times. How about when he said, I'm not the only host on this station to come in onto your show and tell you you're a liar. Oh, did he say that? He did. Oh, I didn't notice making that. Making the mic reference. Oh, damn. I mean, he came into the... That was like the equivalent of pro wrestling as someone coming into the ring and clearing the for, ring. He said, for real? He said that, yeah. Oh, damn. I honestly... Ooh, that one smack. I didn't hear. Oh, yeah. He came in talking tough. Boy, okay. Boy, I gotta tell you, if the Knicks do get the number one pick, Boomer's gonna put him in a headlock tomorrow and drag well, I hope him he holds, in here. I hope he grabs him by the ankles and, you know... Bounces his head off the ground. <laughs> Flips him upside down, <laughs> teaches him a lesson. That would That's be great. Funny. Listen, I was just having fun with all that stuff today. Right. He took it to another level. Ooh. I honestly don't give a damn if the, I really don't care. I'm going to win money if they get the number one pick. Right. And I do think they're going to. So how is this? So just having uh, fun with it. How is this betting on the sports apps? How does that work for? Like, could I bet? Could I bet that the just simply that the Knicks don't get the number one pick? That's what we're betting. There's a five to one. I think the but odds you have are, to put up a lot of money, right, to win we're money. We're betting five to one that they do get the number one. That pick. they do get that it. That they do. Okay, because that's where the bet is, because they're only a fourteen percent chance. Correct. So betting that they don't get the number one pick the odds could would be not be terrible as good, odds. Obviously. Right. So we're betting. I think he told me it was five or six to one. I forget what he said it was. 
So I thought we were doing it with Biscaglia. Biscaglia? Biscaglia? Whatever his name is. Love the guy. Biscaglia. He's a uh, fellow Net fan. I thought he was in on this. Okay. And the three of us were going to do a $1,000 bet. He is out. Wow. I'm not upping my... I told Evan three fifty fine, so You're we'll do seven hundred dollar bet together. Okay, so, so just three fifty. The Knicks get the number one pick. If it's six to one, I'll get back about two grand. Wow! I will be thrilled if they get the number one pick. Right? Honestly, if they don't, <laughs> then you'll be able to be angry <laughs> at be them fun. or mock them. Yeah, it'd be fun. All right, fun radio show. Yes. Listen, tomorrow's a fun show. Either way. Either way, we don't lose. Tomorrow's show, individually looking at a show, would be best if the Knicks got the number five pick because people would be furious. But in the long run, we need the number one pick. I think what's going to happen is they're going to end up with the number two or three pick. Mm -hmm. I think they'll get the one. If they don't, I don't think they'll get five. I think they'll end up in the top five, and I think they will end up with Anthony Davis. And I do believe this could end up being a major boom for this team. All right. Fair enough, Jerry. Enough sports talk for the day. I was watching the um, CBS Sunday morning show. They uh, profiled Howard Stern. Ooh, a little follow-up from our conversation A little follow-up, yeah. I did watch it. Not great because although I, I heard Howard yesterday uh, on my ride home, he was saying, listen, because Robin was asking for, when are all these interviews? I want to see these yes. interviews. I want to re- read these interviews. He said, listen, these interviews, if you're listening to this radio show, these interviews aren't for you. These are, I'm trying to reach people who don't listen sure. to this show. sure. So that being said, they're not great interviews for diehard Howard fans because you're not learning anything new. But one of the things that kind of got glossed over on the CBS morning show, he was he was with the reporter and they were walking through Sirius and this vast, you know, it was people at computers and people in production rooms. And the voiceover said, Howard Stern and his staff of 60. 60. 60. 60. Sixty. Here it's a Boomer and Geo. We have a staff of six. You, yeah, me, Eddie, Eddie and, Bob. and Bobby. That's the staff. There's six of us. That's it. Oh man, if we had sixty people, Mike has got a staff of three. Staff of three, right? I mean, basically, I don't count Minko because he doesn't do every day, and he right. it's one thing an hour. Yeah. So I don't know that I would count that. It's him, McMonagall, and uh, Monzo. Right. Crazy, right? Yeah. It's a little different. I was just telling Gio that before during um, after the show, and Gio said, "Oh man, what a dream job!" But you could probably get lost over there, you know. <laughs> <laughs> yes, but when they actually look for layoffs, they right. put names oh, in a hat, right? And you could be found very quickly, and that would not be good. That would not be good. I was just wondering, since he's got a staff of sixty, maybe we could borrow a couple of guys. Okay. Could we get our staff up to eight again? Just say, see, could we get a couple guys? Oh, would that be a dream? You would like that. I listen. You know what I would like in a perfect world. Yeah, perfect it would world. Be beneath him, I don't know that he would want to do it anyway at this point. Beneath Howard Stern. In a perfect world, if you told me that Lepresti was here cutting tape every day, yeah, and filled in every day I was off, that to me is such a great scenario because they'll get plenty of on-air work. Mm-hmm. For whatever reason, our minds think a lot. So when he used to cut tape for me, it was the easiest time I ever had of it. And everybody guys, else was fine. You guys are in sync. Very much so. Very much so. I knew if I walked in and there were 50 clips, I could use every one of them. Right. You know, everyone else that we've used is fine, but they don't think the same. They don't think like you. No. That always worked out very well. So I would love to add him back to the program in a blink. And then, I don't know. I guess that's all we need. 
Just right. Sela. How about one guy? Okay. We don't need 60. One. Just Sela. One. Jerry, remember last year, I believe you oh, went. No, one more. You need a call screener. Oh, yeah. That would be a dream. You need to focus on the show and actually listen to the yes. show. Yes. Oh, I'd love to. Boy, I was fighting the callers today, Jerry. I'm sure. Oh, I was fighting them. I, I threatened the one guy I'm going to come to his house and put him in a headlock and just noogie him. noogie him. And the guy for that is Flegelman. Because he's a producer. He can answer the calls. Yeah. When Eddie's off, he can run over and do the boy. Like, it's perfect. He can cover for you when you're out. He can cover for Eddie when he's out. And when we're both here, you got your guy. I know it would be great. Like, every day I have a meeting with Flegelman yes. after the show and be like, like break down every one of his, his things. Now, will you call that caller a douche? Nobody cares. You call that caller a douche. What about saying douchebag instead? It would have sent the message better and he wouldn't call back. He might have called Mark then. On me? On Flegelman. Oh. Oh, I see, yeah. Uh, your call screener called me a blinkity-blink. I did get a recently Mark I came know. to me and told me uh, someone called him. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Guy claimed I called him in effing a-hole, which I never would say to them. When I hang up, do I say that? Yes. Yeah, But I've already sure. disconnected you. Or at least you thought you disconnected me. Maybe that because I was going to hang up the phone. Very possible. <laughs> what a tool. That is possible. Or what you said. Jerry, I don't know where you went last year, but you were somewhere near a beach. And remember the the hot Turks new and Caicos. Turks and Caicos. Remember the hot new bathing suit was the cheek bikini? Oh, God, yes. They're all over Where the place. beautiful women wear these bikini bottoms. Wearing, not beautiful women. Wearing their cheeks hang out. Yeah. All women yes. were wearing them. Yeah. Very popular. Very popular. The cheek bikini. Yeah. Well, Jerry. We're the Cheekster. There's two different. The Cheekster? You could call it that, too. I'm uh, happy to announce, Jerry, there's another trend coming up this uh, this year on the beaches. For men and or for women? For women. And it's already taking over Instagram. The underboob bikini. Follow along here, Jerry. You know on the top you see cleavage? Yes. This is oh, underneath cleavage. Yeah, cleavage. I and I got to tell you, if you. Spectacular. If you check this out on uh, Instagram, Jerry, there are some cheek, uh, some uh, uh, underboob. So that uh, takes away from the cleavage up top and adds it to the bottom. Yeah, something interesting. How yes, it, it does. It in, though? I always wonder that. I don't know how it holds in, Jerry. So underboob. How come the men don't ever get any things like this? Like I'm still going to the beach. Because we're disgusting. Wearing my long shorts. Men are gross. Yeah. We got it right with the men. Like we never update our bathing suits. Listen, you could be like one of the Europeans. You could wear the speedo. Right. Oh, have your stuff sticking out. If you go to Asbury Park Boardwalk, there's Euros there. They wear the man bikinis. Yeah. I don't want to see it. Yeah. I'm not interested. I, and I don't know how many. Let there. me ask you this. Yeah. Uh, maybe there are. I mean, you know what? There probably are. I shouldn't even say it. Never mind. All right. Under boob bikini. Okay. Googling oh, that. Oh, yeah. Wow. Okay. Came right up, right? Yeah. That's something else. What's interesting is, hmm, I better be careful what I say here. Okay. What holds them up, though? Yeah. As the women age. As the women age. Well, I think these are, I don't know if uh, older gals will be wearing this. You know what I'm saying, Jerry? Because um, it might be for the young, the youngins. Mm, a lot of attractive older ones are not going to be happy with that answer. Right. These are interesting, though. But again... Well, here's one that's got regular cleavage and the underboob cleavage. Right, the combination. Yeah. With the cheek kini, that is a home right, run. Dude, as we're, we're just getting very close to just going naked. Yeah. 
Just go to a nude beach. Right. How do you feel about this, Jerry? A woman in Maine is calling for the high courts in Maine to give domestic partners custody rights to pets after they break up their relationship. Yeah, that makes sense. Pet visitation. That makes total sense. It does make total sense. Why should one person get the dog? I agree. Like, if I got divorced, I have two cats. Right. If we ended up divorced, yeah. I would think that that's coming up in the settlement. You would like to see your cats? It has to, yeah, for sure. Your wife would like to see the cats. I would think so. Now, it gets a little weird because I'm not going to go visit them. You're not going to go visit the cats. But I think you would <clears throat> fight for them. Right. Oh, so you would want sole custody of the cats. Uh, yeah, I don't know that I would be doing visitation stuff for, for okay. animals. But I think the people would argue for custody of the animals. A dog is easier for visitation because you go... You, you can, walk it. You pick the dog up. Yeah. You walk it. You're going to pick the dog up, take him to the park. And cat wants to sit on your lap. Yeah, and stay in the house. Right. Most cats. Yeah. Then what about this if you had visitation rights for like an African gray parrot? And you open the window and just let it fly out. No, what if... Oh. What you could do, Jerry, is use the parrot to spy on your ex or vice versa. See what the parrot is saying. You're a quality human. <laughs> See what what start what sort of things the parrot begins repeating that it or you wasn't... could just or you could just plant cameras in their place. I mean, why not go the extra mile? Or you teach the parrot to say bad things about All right. the axe. What is wrong? I know so you want one get, of these animals. Then when they get the parrot back, it'd be like, I still You're a can't gold believe, digger. I still can't believe Where? if you got one of those, you will die and it will live on for another yes. 40 years. If I bought an African oh gray God. parrot today. They live for what? How long? 80 years? 70, 80 70, years. 70, 80 years. I'd be 120. I don't think you're going to see that. I don't either. It's depressing. It is depressing. But I'd I love to see 120. See. So you'd have to put the bird in your will. Yeah. Oh, he'd you go to my nephew, Drew. He's only nine. You don't even have a will yet. I don't have a will, but I'm going to get one just to put my parrot in for my cut. My when you nephew. get a parrot, you, all kidding aside, you're going to have to do that. Yeah. Oh, I will, Jerry. Yeah. Imagine, like, you're at my reading of the will, and they're like, oh, Uncle Al was so cheap, he probably saved his money. We're probably going to get some money. And then, no, you wind up with a parrot. That you have to take care of. <laughs> that you're trained to say nasty things about right. your girlfriend or wife. And the parrot just repeating Howard Stern things. <laughs> Jerry, I have so many new postcards I here. I love this. I don't know what to do because Read them. it might be boring to hear what's All right, how on this postcard. How about this? Okay. Who are they from? Where okay. were they? Fair enough. And give me the first, like, two lines. All right. Uh, here's a, a postcard of the Freedom Tower. This comes from Mark in Syracuse, saying that his family visited New York on Easter week. They went to the Today Show. They took their first subway ride. Wow. Hopefully they, their last. They saw people sleeping on cardboard yeah, and smoking weed in the streets. In normal we, occurrences. We did not see any New York City rats. You saw enough. And he enjoyed my story from many months ago about me using a money order to buy Playboys. All right. Via the mail. Got it. Uh, here's one from the Scott Resort in Scottsdale, Arizona. This comes to us from Eloy. Is that possible? Elon. E L. It looks like Eloy. North Love Carolina or? No, this uh, Scottsdale. Oh, that's Arizona. Uh, Arizona. Oh, that's his name, Eloy. Eloy. It looks okay. like Eloy. It's bad because that last person typed up their postcard. Wow. This uh, Most people write, so it's a little hard to see. All right, Eloy, what you got? Born and raised on Long Island, bougie, but live in Scottsdale Smart. now. Move to Scottsdale. Listening to you guys every day makes me feel like I'm home. 
I'll bring plenty of water for your trip in August. That was nice. Okay. Ooh, like here's that. one from Bermuda, Jerry. Ooh, Bermuda. I should go to Bermuda. This comes to us from Risa and Jared. Okay. <laughs> Is that possible? Risa or yeah. Lisa? Risa. I mean, sure. It looks like not? Risa. Hello. Uh, greetings from Bermuda, although we are mailing this from New York. Since, <laughs> <laughs> since we do not know how to mail internationally. I wouldn't either. Would you? Nope. No idea. In the Dominican Republic. Where's the post office? Ooh, we are on our honeymoon. Oh, good for them. And you two are the first we wanted to get on, get in touch with. Love the podcast. I got to be honest. That makes me feel special. Do you think they made love on their honeymoon, Jerry? That's what couples No, do? Al. They sat there and <laughs> stared at one another and wondered why they went through with it. <laughs> you ass. If they were smart, it was every night for a week. <laughs> Come on, dude. All right, Jerry. Here's one from Dublin, Ireland. Okay. A loyal podcast listener. They mailed this, by the way, from Ireland. Oh, that's cool. Uh, since the inception of the post-game show, I moved to New York six years ago and have continually tuned in, mostly for what you guys and Eddie bring to the show. Look at that. I'm in Ireland with my fiance. Do you think they had sex, Al? <laughs> no, they're waiting. <laughs> Vacation hotel sex, Jerry. That's tops. That's usually the best kind. Uh... This guy's in Ireland with his fiance and three close friends. Okay, that would be weird. This country is beautiful. We're currently on the west coast in Killarney National Park, in one uh, in the most uh, uh, most ten day road trip in the most making the most of a ten day road trip. Y'all are the best. Stay boring. That's from Michael. Nice, thank you, Michael. Oh, here's one from San Diego, Ooh, where San I'll be Di- going later this summer. Place. What up, writing to you from San Diego. We actually live very close to you, Cliffwood Beach in Old Bridge. Wow. I was lucky close. enough to meet you guys at Mikey Strong and even got an iconic photo with the post-game podcast warm-up show crew. That's I remember nice. this. Probably the best picture ever. San Diego's awesome, but I'm pretty upset the Padres don't have any games while I'm out here. Thank you for being awesome and never failing to make me laugh. Who is this? This is from Tom. All right. Uh, P.S. Jerry, let's go Lancers. He's an alumni. I guess he went to SJV. And finally, here's one from Korea. Korea? That's right. Hello from South Korea. Podcast, post-game podcast is where I listen every morning on my way to work. Isn't that incredible? Yeah. He's working in Korea? He's uh, deployed in the naval forces wow well thank you for your service this is chris thank you chris good job chris that's a jerry this is a lot of postcards and i now have to add to my postcard list our postcard list oh ours we got both come of on them. man they're, they're sent to both I mean, you of steal us. them all and hang them on the wall that's fine that's true i'm no that's what i'm gonna do i'm gonna put them on our uh list i Let have no s- wall to put them on when your wall gets full I'll, i have room for like 10 okay fair enough Jerry, there's a San Francisco, California coffee shop that's selling a $75 cup of coffee. This is what I'm going to do when I open up a coffee shop. Does it come with a hand job in the back room or something? Now, come on, Jerry. You know yeah, that. Because a $75 <laughs> cup of coffee is normal. You know it doesn't come with that. Let me read in case it does. 100. <laughs> let's see. Let's see. It's a shop in San Francisco. Uh, is letting its customers sample the exclusive Elita Geisha 803. Right, tastes like coffee. The new uh, coffee costs $75 a cup. There are certain things I do believe, I really believe you get what you pay for. I don't know that spending... Oh, my. Okay, go ahead. Sorry, this is... Listen to this coffee, Jerry. Okay. 
cat-like mammals are given the coffee beans to eat. Out of the poop? beans are recaptured once the creatures poop them out. Quote, it's by far better than any of the coffee that you hear about that comes from animals. Wasn't aware of any other coffee that came from animals. Were you? I was not. Yeah, me neither. And, and You would pay $75 to eat some cat feces coffee? I would not. Right, okay. As I was saying, you get what you pay for. Right. That, in this case, not true. Like, if your cats That's accidentally nonsense. ate your coffee, you wouldn't even... What? Brew it. You after, think? After the... Of course not. I'm thinking of coming out with a brew of, uh, I'm going to feed it to dogs, have them throw it up, and then grind it up. And, and you can charge $105. I'll probably charge 105 For 16 ounces of coffee. Yeah. You can call it dog vomit. Well, that doesn't sound great, but. Yeah, but a cat, you know, pooping a bean, that sounds great. And you know everybody that walks into that San Francisco coffee shop, they see a $75 cup of coffee. You're intrigued. And they ask Absolutely. Why is this $75? Uh, And then the barista's got to say well, we give it to cat-like animals the beans. What do you mean cat-like animals? Uh, They have a bobcat in the back room? I don't think they're doing it locally in the coffee shop. It says cat-like mammals. Uh, All right. I mean. It costs about $1,200 a pound after it's roasted. You know why? Because they're probably flying people to Africa to put it in cheetahs. Right. Think about it. It makes no sense. Ooh, cheetah coffee. <laughs> cheetah poop blend. I do. <laughs> you know what? By you and your girlfriend want to start a coffee shop. Here's your niche. Yeah. And if I had the animals. animals dung. <laughs> if I had the animals out back. What were you? Uh, today, our, our coffee of the day is uh, goat poop coffee. <laughs> Where's the alpaca poop? <laughs> oh, we've got a special brew coming from Wall, New Jersey, where the alpaca farm is. Oh, it's stupid. Really dumb. Some of these stories I cannot believe are real. Those are real, and Jerry. they are. I and mean, we don't make any of this stuff up. If they weren't real, if they weren't real, would I be able to print them out? <laughs> yes, no. actually. Yes, you no, would. No, I would not. There was an article uh, today that the world is going to be blown up by an asteroid in six months. And a- six months? Six months. We will be finished. Well, what am I saving my money for? You could for? print that up, too. You think that's real? I don't think that's real. It's from the sun in London. Oh, that's a bull. Well, whatever. You can print Crap. it, though. That's a you, bull crap magazine, Jerry. You can print it, though. And I won't stand for this bull crap stories. Keep the postcards coming, guys. We appreciate it. Yeah, a lot of people ask, where do I send the postcards? Alan Jerry Podcast, WFAN Radio, 345 Hudson Street, 10th floor, New York, New York, 10014. I'm impressed with the uh, zip code. Yes, thank you. Not bad. Or you can reach out to me on Twitter. I'll gla- I've been telling people they'll they'll uh, DM me, Jerry. Right, you like those DMs? How many DMs do you message. get a day? Uh, I probably get about seven a day. How many from hot women? Zero. <laughs> <laughs> this is mostly from guys sending me like none with underboob. No, no, it is mostly. <laughs> uh, Al, did you see this guy on the subway eat his own vomit? I don't want to see it. Don't send have, that to me. Have you ever opened up your DMs in front of your girlfriend, worried? No. That you were going to have an inappropriate. Nope. Message from a woman. No. Has it ever happened accidentally? No. Really? I get the fake ones, like, uh, that'll that'll just say hi, because, you know, and it's like, they're from, uh, like a a different continent, and you know they're not. And like a sheep. Okay, I'll quit. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, hold on. (laughs) All right, I gotta go. Yeah, fake ones. Sad. Uh, Jerry, the warm-up program is next. So! Right. (laughs) 
It's the warm-up show with Alan Jerry, the shortest show on WFAN. All right, don't blink. You might miss it. What is up? It's a Tuesday morning. Al Dukes, how are you? Oh, hi, Jerry. Jerry, why doesn't baseball do what the NFL does, which is play in all weather? That would be cool. I would love to watch a baseball game in a downpour. I think of that, too, sometimes. I was very surprised they didn't play last night because the infield was covered at Yankee Stadium. And I actually, sadly, did watch a lot of the yes coverage with Bob Lorenz, who did a very good job. He was by himself. Well, by himself, he was by time? Him, yes, he was by himself. And so, you know, they're sending it out to Michael Kay. Kay sending it back to him. Here's like, what they did. It's like hot potato. No one it, wants no it. No one wanted to talk. Let's go back out to Michael Kay. Hey, thanks, Bob Lorenz. Let's head it back to you <laughs> in the studio. <laughs> what you got? Same as I had five minutes ago. Where's Meredith Barakovich? Let's send it out to her somewhere in the ballpark. What they did do that I like, though, and I know Evan, I think, was mocking this on Twitter, but I liked it. They kept a box, a live shot of the stadium and the workers and the field up oh. as they were going back to the studio and then playing like they had a piece of Mike Ford walking through the streets of San Francisco with uh, Joe Harvey. And that was kind of cool. They were being interviewed by and brought up. So while they're playing that, you're watching a guy with a leaf blower blowing water off the field. And I guess there was, I don't know if there's an issue with the drainage system, but I'm with you. Play the game. Play the game. Clint Frazier was complaining about the puddles out in the outfield. It'd be so awesome to be like dive for a ball and you just. You ever see video footage of like baseball in the 60s and 70s? They played through everything. They were men back then, Jerry. It's different. I'm now. a man. How come, how come soccer players play through everything? Imagine like uh, how many Yankees would be injured if they played on wet, soaked fields. Well, they lost fields. two more yesterday. Yeah, and they didn't even play. Right. Those guys fell down the steps during a rain delay. And <laughs> that's not what happened. <laughs> Don't tell people oh. that. Well, what happened to them then? Uh, Miguel Andujar, mm. sore shoulder to the injured list. Oh, and then the guy who was supposed to, so I turned the TV on. And I see Luis Sessa will get the start oh. because they originally said the game would be pushed back to 745. And I'm like, God oh, damn it. I had Loisica starting all morning. What did we, how did we get that wrong? Yeah. And then we find out that they realized during the course of the day, Loisica has a strained rotator cuff. So he goes to the injured list. I see. So Van Cortez sh- or whatever his name is, was brought up. Dan Cortez, the no, old say, MTV no, no. VJ. I didn't say Dan Cortez. Oh. I said Van Cortez. Van Cortez. And that's not his name either. Let me get his All name right. here. Yeah, Jerry, uh, please. Nestor um, Cortez. Mr. Cortez? Nestor. Nestor. Not Mr. Nasty not Nestor. Dan. There you go. You have a nickname. Could you imagine if he pinch hits and hits a home run? Oh, Nasty Nestor. You just gave John a call. That's right. Jerry, I don't know what your summer vacation plans are, but... Uh, until Boomer tells me his, I don't have any. Then you don't have any because right. you're filling in for him when he goes. Right. Um, I plan on going to Las Vegas to see the Terry Bradshaw <laughs> show. All right. Terry Bradshaw is doing a show in Las Vegas. One-man show? Not a one-man show at the Le- Luxor Hotel and Casino. That's the pyramid one, right? The Luxor? The Luxor yeah, I think so. He's going to stand right on top of the pyramid, Jerry, and shout at people. <laughs> it's, a, it's a night of comedy, storytelling, and singing. I bet you it wouldn't be terrible. <laughs> you He's would, funny. You would go to a show. I didn't say that. And you're the one traveling to Vegas. Where He's Terry the Bradshaw tells stories, does comedy, and sings. He's got two, I guess, famous uh, backup singers a uh, female singing with him. Well, no, never mind. She passed away. Uh, who? I don't know who they are. They're not. They're famous in the singing world, Jerry. He's only going to do four dates. Yeah, four dates. How much do you think tickets are? 
I actually looked. I think they're like 60 bucks. 60 bucks? <laughs> or $65. Whatever happened to the $25 <laughs> ticket for something? Well, listen, you're going to go be, see a big superstar like Terry Bradshaw. You pay top dollar, Jerry. I watch him every Sunday during the NFL season well, for nothing. You don't, he doesn't sing then. He That's doesn't true. have backup singers. He's not telling stories. Very good point. So when are you going, August That'll 2nd? That'll be filled with all old dudes. You think? <laughs> you know, it's going to be a bachelor party event. A bunch oh. of guys in their 20s going to see Terry Bradshaw make an ass of himself. Lots of, I bet you, Jerry, it's going to be the hotspot for bachelorette parties. Oh, yeah. Ch- Chippendales and the Terry Bradshaw show. That's got dudes, no chicks written all over it. Lots of old dudes, no chicks. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Jerry, I have a new, uh, you know, we do um, buzz, no buzz here. Sometimes we do that, yeah. We do buzz, no buzz. Uh, I have a new segment, which I Googled to make sure. One By the way, of these... he's only doing 70 minutes. 70-minute show? That's it. For 60 bucks? For 60 bucks. Plus ticket charges? Good Lord. All right, go ahead. I'm sorry. New uh, new thing. We do uh, buzz, no buzz. Then I have a new thing I wanted to do today, uh, but I and I was like, I'm sure I stole this idea from someone. So I did Google it, and it didn't come up. Let's make a deal? That's no, been done. That's 100% been done. Okay. This is called Love It or Hate It. Well, love it or list it. You got that well, on TV, TV on HGTV. This All is right. not love it or list it. All right. I mean, same thing. This is love it or hate it. Okay. I'm going to give you one topic. You tell me. Every day. It. No, no, not oh, every day. That would, I, that would require when, work. When I'm looking at my show sheet and All something right. looks like a, a love oh, it or. I like this game. Love it or hate it. Love it or hate it topic. Right. Yeah. Love it or hate it, Jerry Recco. Yeah. Joe Flacco love says it. it's love not it. his love job. It. I just watched it. Love it. To groom Drew Locke. Love it, love it, love it, love Me it, too. love it. I watched it, and love I don't think it. it's characterized properly. He says a lot of good things about right. Locke and how he is going to become a good quarterback, and he hopes he's a big part of that. But in terms of him just taking him under his wing, he says he's been paid to go win football games. Yeah. That's exactly right. So he you, goes, that's Rich's job. That's the offensive coordinator, Scandrero. Rich Scandrero. Yeah. So <laughs> you love it. I do love it. Yes, that's how I want my quarterback to be. You should have done like what they do on Love It or List It. You go, it's, you know, like you gave it away right away. You go, you should I have said, have. I am going to. And Flegelman, let's take a break. And then Flegelman co- takes a break. And when we come back, you go, love it. <laughs> right, exactly. I am going to Most love it. Most people stay in their home. I know. Fascinating. That Always on that show. dope goes and gets these people the greatest homes. Yes. Under budget most of the time. Better backyards. Everything's brand new. And then you go back, we're going to love it. Right. Because the uh, English woman there goes, I've turned your garage into an office. (laughs) (laughs) But I couldn't give you the extra bathroom, bedroom, or office that you wanted. Right. But it's our home. But I've got to move the piping in the garage. (laughs) The garage. The garage. (laughs) Garage. Funny. And Jerry, I don't know what you got your mom for Mother's Day. Right. What you didn't get her was a mansion, which is what Russell Wilson got his mom. And we'll have audio of this coming up at 6.30. You have audio of Russell Wilson giving his mom I a do. mansion? Yeah. Wow, we send our reporters everywhere. Uh, well, it was Instagram. Oh, he Instagrammed it. Which is really well. something you would do. You're just doing it for attention. <laughs> Look what I got, my mother. it should have been a private moment. Private moment. Instead, they released the Instagram, and the poor woman said she peed herself. Right. She you almost, know, she said. No, she, no. Oh, she did. She did. Because she was so excited. Right. I feel bad for her in that moment. Now, I immediately, instead of t- looking at it the good way, like, oh, isn't that really nice? Rus- Russell Wilson got his mom a What'd house. you think? Could have been better? Not that it could have been better. Could have been sooner. I Googled his oh, career fair. earnings. You know, in 2015. He made $15 million. He made $31 million. Did he really? Yeah, he had a, 30, wow. he had a $31 million signing bonus and a $700,000 salary. Damn. I'd have been like. 
Where hey, was the house then? Hey, son, <laughs> where's my house? That's when you know you've made it. When you could buy your mom a house? When you buy your mom a house and probably do it for cash. Or your dad a Cadillac. If your dad likes the Cadillac. Right. Well, even if he doesn't. Son, you just give him the Cadillac. Like yeah, just so you could tell. I and, suppose. And I would Instagram that as well. Have you done that for your parents? No. Being the popular, I have not. famous, rich producer that no, you are. No, I have not, Jerry. Instead, you're just going to peruse Italy again, you selfish <laughs> bastard. <laughs> it doesn't cost as much as a Cadillac. <laughs> no, it, uh, no, but you could lease him a Cadillac, and it'd probably be less Ooh. than what you're going to spend in Italy. Right, they don't go anywhere. <laughs> there you go. They like go down to the shop right and back. <laughs> right. I have, I have a friend of mine. He leased a car three years, 36,000 miles. He's two and a half years in. He, he works locally. He's got 7,000 miles in the car. <laughs> He's got to go cross country in that thing before I he said, turns it in. Rent the car out. Put yes. some miles on it. We have to take a break. All right, Jerry. Um, it's really not going to be that quick of a break, but don't right. go anywhere because Al's got a gem oh. on the other side. Total and then Boomer gem. and Gio will be here, and they're going to be doing a seance and all that crap for Zion Williamson next on The Fan. It's the dynamic duo of Al and Jerry. The superheroes of WFAN. Oh, I bet Yankees didn't play last night. Draft lottery today. Go. You got 30 seconds. I'm going to watch. Are you going to stay up to watch this, Jerry? I am. Me too. I'm going to bet with Evan against the Knicks getting the number one or them getting the number one pick. Do they milk this like at 830? Am I going to know who the Knicks are? Uh, I think by by nine, we will know for sure. Or are they going to do like the NFL where, where they're going to wait 10 minutes in between? They might wait 10 minutes. I know oh, the coverage starts at seven. Min- they're not picking players. They're just determining the draft right order. but the programming oh. starts at 7 p.m and they're not doing the envelopes until 8 35 so stupid right well then you got to do the interview you got to talk oh, to people for god's sake yeah. let's get it over with let's go nick